The Productive Woman, Episode 78. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you very much for joining me. In this episode, I'll share with you my conversation with mom and business professional Justyna Denham of Warsaw, Poland, who shared her thoughts on parenting small children and preparing to return to work after maternity leave. You'll find information about Justyna and links to the tools she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 78. This episode is brought to you by Nosby, the productivity tool that's designed to help you simply get things done. The Productive Woman listeners can get a free 30-day trial of Nosby's Pro Edition by visiting nosby.com woman. As I've mentioned before, Nosby is a tool that more than 300,000 busy people and effective teams from all around the world use to get their tasks and projects done. And I'm one of those people. I've been using it for about a year and recommending it to you since well before Nosby became a sponsor of The Productive Woman. Nosby is both a desktop and mobile web app and also offers native apps for Mac, Windows, Linux, Android, iPad, and iPhone. It also offers an app for the Apple Watch so you can get your tasks done even on your wrist. Nosby is truly a mobile solution, allowing you to get your stuff done no matter where you are, at your desk on your computer or on the go with your tablet or smartphone, and everything syncs securely and quickly. And to make your productivity system even more robust, you can seamlessly attach to Nosby tasks your Evernote notes or files from your Dropbox, Box, or Google Drive, so you have everything you need right there at your fingertips. Nosby is an ideal tool for collaboration. It makes it really easy to share projects and tasks with anybody with an email address and delegate tasks to your friends and colleagues. Nosby is so committed to collaboration that every Nosby Pro user gets a second account for their partner included free. So to set up your 30-day free Nosby Pro trial, go to nosby.com slash woman. That's nosby, N-O-Z-B-E dot com slash woman. And if you decide you like it and want to continue using the Pro version after the 30-day trial, and I certainly did. I mean, I've been using it for ages, the Pro edition for ages. You can use the coupon code WOMAN to save 10% on your subscription price. So give it a try and let me know what you think. And thank you to Nosby for supporting The Productive Woman. And now let's get right into my conversation with Justina. I am really pleased today to introduce to The Productive Woman listeners another Productive Woman listener, Justina Denham. Justina and I met when she sent me an email with some really helpful listener feedback a few months ago. Later, we chatted online, and I just really thought that you might be interested in some of her perspectives as a professional woman and a mom to three small children. So I've really been looking forward to talking with her and introducing her to you. So welcome, Justina. 
Hi, Laura. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. I, I really have been looking forward to this. And, and uh, I especially appreciate it to, now that since we were talking a little bit before I hit the record button about the fact that your three small children have all been sick. So that makes life challenging, doesn't it? Yes, it does. But that's just how life is when you have small kids. Yeah, very much so. So I'd like to start by maybe telling the listeners a little bit about you and and sort of where you come from, where you live and how we met and what you're up to these days. So besides being a wife and a mom to three small children, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am Polish. I currently live in Warsaw, Poland. I am married to an awesome American guy for almost eight years now. Like you said, I am a pretty busy mother of three beautiful little girls. I have a three and a half year old and 17 months uh, old twins. In my spare time, I like to uh, study productivity, time management and personal growth as um, being a stay at home mom for now is uh, pretty demanding and I do not have too much time to myself, but I would like to have time for myself. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, going, I guess, following on that theme, every person's life is a little different and presents different challenges as far as staying productive and getting the things done that matter to them. To set some context for the things we're going to be talking about, tell us a little bit about what a typical day is like for you now, and then we can talk about how that's going to change very soon. But what's your day typically like these days? Okay, my typical day usually starts between 5.30 a.m. Over the last four months, I've uh, came up with what I like to call my miracle morning routine that I try to follow every day. And that routine consists of uh, 25 minutes for day planning and review, 10 minutes for meditation, and 25 minutes for yoga. And that's pretty much the only semi-constant thing in my life because anything that happens afterwards is depends on my kids depends if they're healthy and they go to daycare or whether they're sick and they're staying at home with me okay and so on the the days that your children go to daycare what sorts of things do you do um, have you been doing? Because I know you've been on, you told me you've been on maternity leave and your your country provides a pretty length, well, relatively lengthy uh, maternity leave. But uh, so what have you been doing with your time during that period? So they haven't been that long. They haven't been going to date to daycare that long. It's been two months only. But I try to dedicate that time when they're out of the house to working on my projects and by my projects, I understand anything ranging from house projects. Like I started decluttering my house. I really focused on organizing and getting rid of all the stuff that I don't need anymore. Mm, I also started a mastermind group because I, as I'm returning back to uh, the workforce, I thought that it would be nice to have somebody I can talk to that can hold me accountable with my goals and my dreams. I also try to have our finances in order. I made sure our contracts are up to date and our insurance is the way it should be and all that. 
Okay, so just taking advantage of the time that you have while you're at home to sort of get things in order, because you've got a big change coming up, haven't you? Yes, I have. I am returning to work uh, tomorrow, actually. As we record this, yeah. And so what sorts of things have you done? What steps have you taken to prepare to go back to work full time when you've got these three young children at home and a, and a husband, of course, we don't want to forget him. But <laughs> because when we talked the first time, you, you were thinking ahead to what's going to happen tomorrow, that d- day when you're back in, you know, in the office full time and, and still wanting to to take care of your family and do the things that matter for you there. So have you taken some steps during this maternity leave to prepare for that? Uh, First of all, I was really working and focusing on studying productivity. I was trying to create and develop some habits that would help me work more productive, be more efficient at work. So I really paid attention to planning my activities, to setting goals The other thing is, as a stay-at-home mom of three, I don't really have that much time to work on my projects. But I have to say, I want to say that it is possible. What I was focusing on is prioritizing, planning everything, and then following through. That is the reason why I started the mastermind group. I found out that it's easy for me sometimes to plan a lot of things and then find myself unable to succeed in accomplishing them. I'm really intrigued by, and I know this wasn't on the list, but uh, I'm really intrigued with this mastermind that uh, you've started. Tell me a little bit about how you came up with that idea and how you formed it. I've been listening to other podcasts and reading books. And in many places, I have found that if it's much, much easier to accomplish anything if you have somebody to hold you accountable. Mm. When you're a stay-at-home mom, you don't really have too much grown-up talk because you're so surrounded by small kids. Uh, I was with my twins that don't talk really yet because they're only 17 months old. So I really needed some quality grown-up time. I also wanted somebody that can uh, mentor me in a way that will share similar values and a similar attitude towards life. But on the other hand, has a totally different life situation and a different take on life. So in my mastermind group, I actually have four, there's four of us, so three other women. They actually are single, but they're professionals that have pretty demanding careers and have, I would say, maybe achieved more than I have. But uh, mine uh, comes with the sacrifice of having a family that sort of puts a, uh, a pause on your career. And so how did you find these? Because I think it's a great idea. And it's interesting because I recently was asked to join a 
mastermind, a different kind of mastermind group, but it's the same concept. It was a you know, group of other people who uh, also have podcasts or, and or businesses, and it's, it's talking about those sorts of things and developing and improving in those areas. I think this is an awesome idea that you're doing this. How did you go about finding these three other women? Were they women you already knew from work or from your neighborhood, or how did you find them? Uh, since this is my first mastermind, and masterminds are not that popular in Poland right now. I think in the States, they are very, very popular. And um, listening to the podcast seems like everybody is a <laughs> member of one. Uh, over here, I decided to start my own. And I decided that this is something that I'm learning and I'm trying out. I'm going to go with people that I know already. Sure. So the three women that are members of my uh, mastermind are actually my friends. Very good. I think it's a great idea. And I, I think you're absolutely right. Certainly, uh, women who are home with small children do that. That is one of the things you sort of miss, unless you intentionally go out looking for it is is that interaction with other adults. And when you are trying to both be a good mom and do these other things, it's real easy as a mom to sort of shove your own interests or your goals or your dreams or whatever to the side. And especially if nobody's asking you about it, you know, and your 17 month olds aren't going to ask you. So mom, what have you done for yourself today? You know, exactly. When you're a mom, you tend to forget about yourself, about your needs, about your dreams. You are so focused on attending to the care of your small children that you are always on the second place. You're never a priority for yourself, yeah. so to speak. And I've been on maternity leave for 17 months now. Mm -hmm. And that is a really long time. So in the beginning, absolutely, I was focusing on the kids. But as they were growing, I was finding it a little bit easier to find time for myself. And then I was like, I don't want it to be wasted. Mm. I really want to, since that time is so limited, I really want to make sure that I'm putting it to good use. And that's how the idea of mastermind came up. That if I have somebody that will hold me accountable, it will be much easier to accomplish my goals. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think, do you happen to recall any resources or anybody who you listened to that kind of gave you the idea for how to structure this or how to put it together? Just anything like that that I, we could maybe share with listeners who might be interested? Uh, there were a couple of episodes. One of them was Amy Porterfield. She had an interview uh, with a lady, and unfortunately, I do not remember the, the name, but she was giving a pretty uh, nice plan on how to start your own mastermind. And the other uh, lady that inspired me was Natalie Ekdahl from Biz Chicks. Ah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, uh, maybe we can track down the episode you were th episodes or a couple that you were thinking of and, and share Absolutely. the links of those in the, in the show notes. So getting back, I guess, to um, just sort of talking about how you manage things for you personally, what are the biggest challenges that you run into when it comes to managing your life or your time or, and accomplishing the things that you want to do? 
One of the biggest things is that I tend to try to accomplish too many things at the same time, mm -hmm. and then I fail to finish them. So, like I said, stay-at-home mom doesn't really have too much time to focus on her projects. So she really needs to prioritize, plan, and follow through. Right now, I try to stick to focusing on healthy diet, building a habit of planning, and uh, studying productivity. Mm. The other thing is the constant change. Mm. Constantly having to adjust my plans and schedule according to, to my kids, whether they're sick, whether they're healthy. I never know whether I will get a call from the daycare that my kid is sick and I have to go and pick, it, pick her up. I don't also have a typical day where I get up, get ready and go to the office. Mm, I think having to leave the house really helps you structure because you're sort of switching from the being at home mindset to going to work, being professional. Yeah. The other thing that is also hard that when you go to the office, you can start your day with working on your priorities. When you have small children that are at home, you can't really do that because you have to take care of them first and then work when you can. So when they're napping on, or when they're playing for a little bit. So it's this, this structure that I'm really, really missing. Yeah, and that, I remember that from the days back when my children were young. You really, if you have an interest or a, a project you want to work on for yourself, you have to be able to do it in those little gaps of time, whether it's while they're taking a nap or they're, you know, they're playing or, or, or whatever. And that's, for me anyway, that was always a challenge because I... I like to have kind of a big block of uninterrupted time and there's just there's no such thing when you have small children at home. Exactly. I am exactly the same way. I like to know that I will have an hour of undisturbed time where I can focus on a project, but with kids being at home, it doesn't always happen because even when they're napping and I have the two, I have the twins, so they're napping at the same time. But one of them wakes up earlier, or one of them has a bad dream and wakes up screaming. You can never, <laughs> you just work with what you have. Yeah. The other thing is that me and my husband, we don't have an outside support. We don't have grandparents in town to. We didn't have grandparents in town to help us out, and we just recently hired a nanny. Uh, so that's been a blessing because I can already tell that if you can afford a nanny, if you can afford an outside help, it's a great, great productivity booster because you can actually start working instead of having to worry about your kids. Yeah, and that's, I think a lot of us as moms uh, have to fight against this feeling of, well, but that's my job. I should be doing that. I should be able to do all this and I shouldn't need help. But but there's nothing wrong with getting help, and I think I've you know tried to say that before in past episodes. It, whatever the kind of help is that you need, and in your case, I mean, my goodness, with three small children under the age of five, particularly with twins to care for at the same time, I, I think it's great that you're you know that you're able to find the help and realize that that's okay. That's a, you know, it's a good thing to be able to take advantage of that opportunity to have some help, 
and to make use of the time that that will buy you. Exactly. And I also have to praise my husband, mm. who is a great, great partner. He is my rock. I would not be able to to do and accomplish what I've accomplished without his help. He really, really is committed 100% to helping me raise our children. I have been fortunate to have a husband like that as well. And I was I was thinking about that this weekend as, as you and I talked before we recorded uh, at the same time, you, your children have been sick. I have not been well the past week. And we, uh, my husband and I, were going to have our four young granddaughters over the weekend or overnight while our oldest daughter went to an event. And because I was sick, I couldn't go help. And so my husband took those four little girls, you know, ages seven and under, and took care of them overnight and was perfectly happy to do that, you know. And I hope that everybody who listens, who has a husband, has a partner, like has one like that. So I, it's, a, it's a great thing to have somebody who's committed, as you said, 100% to being a partner in that process of, of making a home and raising kids. He is um, fortunate enough to have a flexible work situation. What I mean by that is that he can work from home mm. when things um, are a little crazy and too many kids are sick at the same time. Uh, so he can help me out taking them to the doctor or go run some errands or grocery shopping, anything like that. And that is very, very important because he could easily said oh, you're staying at home now, so this is your job, you have to deal with it. But no, he's always trying to be very supportive and do anything he can to help me out. I think being what I call a single mother in a relationship, meaning that you can only rely on yourself, Mm -hmm. is very, very hard and depressing. Yeah, I would think so. That uh, I'm, I'm fortunate not to have had to go through that, but I, you know, I know some. Not everybody has that blessing, so um, I'm glad for you. In dealing with these challenges of that you've talked about, are there any particular tools that you like or resources that you recommend for managing your time or, or managing your schedule or meals or what whatever tools that you particularly like? I pay special attention to planning. I used to be planning my activities. I used to be pretty bad at it. I kept a lot of things on my head. I thought I just, I don't have to write it down. I'll just remember. And then life just gets too complicated and you just forget half of the things and end up being very, very angry at yourself (laughs) and stressed out. Uh, real breakthrough for me was reading a book, Getting Things Done by David Allen. Ah, yeah. Great uh, book. And I just, it made me realize how many things I was doing wrong, how many wrong assumptions I had. And now I just try really, really hard, pretty much keeping everything out of my head. Yeah. Well, and, and with a family like yours, there are so many things to remember and and it really adds to your stress level and your and can add to a level of anxiety that nobody needs to live with if you're trying to just keep all that in your head and we and it's so tempting to think oh yeah I'll remember that you know we've got this appointment or that I need to pick up milk at the store or whatever 
but you know the the science of it is we can't keep all those things in our head every small thing we try to remember is taking away some of our you know mental bandwidth that we no longer have available for creative thinking or problem solving or just being at peace so so are there exactly yeah are there particular tools you use uh, do you use a notebook what do you, how do you what do you like to do in terms of of getting all that stuff out of your head i was trying different things but i want to distinguish here when being a stay at home mom i found a a paper based uh, planner to be more effective rather than an app for my iphone because I'm not at my computer or I don't have my phone on with me at all times. And sometimes I just need to look and check the list and my hands are dirty or I'm busy doing other... I I don't have my phone with me. So I found a paper-based planner work best. Although now that I'm transitioning to going back to work full-time, I'm actually going to switch to Nosby to oh. a task manager. Okay, and, and and for the record, I did not suggest, I did not tell her to say that. Nosby no, is, no. <laughs> in, in f- fair, full disclosure, Nosby is a current sponsor of, of The Productive Woman. So, I, And it's an app that I love and I've talked about since long before they started sponsoring the show. Um, and I really enjoy the concept. I am very impressed with the founder of uh, of Nosby, Michał Stiwinski, who actually is also Polish. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very, very proud of that. And I've been using Nosby on and off since November. But like I said, I see a lot of advantages, uh, but I think it works best when you're at the computer or have an office job. Yeah. At least it works. I think it's going to work better for me. Yeah. Any other tools or, or resources that you recommend maybe for, for women who are in a similar situation to you and who want to become more productive and make better use of their time? I use uh, the Notes app on my iPhone. Anytime I don't have uh, something to write with and I have a thought about a grocery item I need to buy or an errand I need to uh, run, anything. I just uh, try to put it down in the notes. I use electronic calendar that I share with my husband for all the doctor appointments and mm-hmm. any uh, social gatherings or uh, weekend activities that I have planned. I use Pinterest to keep track of all of my recipes the other app that I really enjoy is Calm, which is a meditation app that I've been using for the last six months. And it really helps me calm down and focus on not focusing, actually. <laughs> it's called Calm? Yes, it's oh, called Calm. I have to check that out. I, you know, one of, one of my weaknesses that has been pointed out to me by uh, other by friends is how uh, I always have so many things on my mind that it ne- my ne- my mind never shuts off and so just in the last few months I have tr- I have started trying meditation not you know not from a religious perspective but just from the as a an exercise at being quiet 
and being right here in this moment instead of thinking, oh, I got that thing going on tomorrow and I got to get ready for this. And, you know, the mind just never shuts off. Uh, and that's exhausting sometimes. So I'll have to try that one out. Yeah, I, I'm not perfect at it. But I think it's not about being perfect. It's about the journey. It's about trying every day. For me, it's 10 minutes when I just sit down and turn on the app and I have nature sounds or guided meditation, depends on what my mood is. And I just try to shut down, try to be calm. <laughs> yeah. In this busy 21st century world we live in, it's interesting that so many of us need that help to do that. Another thing that I think that is really helpful for me are my routines. I have two routines, the morning uh, morning routine and an evening routine. Uh, the morning one is, like I said uh, before, it consists of yoga uh, that really helps me uh, boost my energy levels, then planning my activities for the day. I know that some people prefer to do it in the evening the day before, but I often find myself so tired, physically tired after um, taking care of my kids that it's easier for me to just sit down in the morning, have a glass of water, and just try to focus on uh, what I have uh, going for that day. I try to stick to no more than three priorities paid per day. Um, I found it impossible sometimes to accomplish more. So I always choose three and try to find the time or think of the time that I can uh, work on those. I also add other things that I would like to accomplish, but those are the things that it would be nice to have done, but I'm not stressing out if I don't get them uh, finished. In the beginning of every month, I try to sit down and plan ahead for, for the whole month. I put down all the important dates, meetings, doctor appointments. Um, I also try to allocate some time to work on my projects. Uh, the other thing that I do is I try to plan our weekends what I mean by that is planning fun activities, social gatherings. I also try to leave room for just hanging out. Yeah. But I found that it's when I plan things, then when the weekend comes, we don't have to like sit down like, oh, what are we going to do? And then we lose half of the day just trying to figure out what are we in the mood for. When we have things planned in advance, we just like, okay, today we're going to do this. And we just get, and uh, we just take off and start doing things. Yeah, you know, that's such a good idea. Uh, because if you've been busy during the week, I can, it, it's very true that if you haven't sort of planned ahead for some sort of fun time together, you know, to make those memories as a family, it's really easy on Saturday morning to kind of sit and look at each other. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm brain dead on Saturday mornings, I can't think of, you know, anything. And so, to have to try and come up with something interesting to do as a family at that point, it's kind of too late for me anyway. So I kind of like that idea. I also do weekly planning that 
I actually do on Sunday evening when I try to um, set two priorities for each day of the week. I always leave one out because things happen, things pop up, and I just uh, need to adjust my schedule. Um, then the other thing that I do that I found very useful, especially for for moms, is meal planning mm. and doing my grocery shopping list ahead of the time um, based on the meals that I plan for the week. Then when uh, the dinner when dinner time comes, I don't have to start thinking, oh, what what do I what do I do today? <laughs> and then go to grocery, uh, then go for grocery shopping and pretty much waste the whole evening figuring out and then cooking. So if I plan ahead, it's just much, much smoother. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That was something I always tried to do when, uh, you know, when I had all the kids at home because they, I, I don't know if they, uh, this is a concept that you've heard of in Poland, but back when I, my kids were young, there was this, this concept of uh, called the arsenic hour, the that time kind of between four and six p.m. when the kids were cranky and mom was cranky and and uh, if you wait till then to start thinking about uh, what to have for dinner, you're you know probably going to end up going to McDonald's or something because everybody's too tired and too hungry to think about it. So it I, I think it really is important to think ahead about those kinds of things. I I talked about my morning routine. I also have an evening routine that is very very simple. Um, and it is to write down three things that I'm grateful for. Mm. Every night before I go to bed, I have my special paper calendar that I just take and try to focus on the positive things that I'm grateful for. It sets the right mood. It makes me appreciate all that happened and really helps me fall asleep and being positive. Yeah, what a great idea. Well... I always like to ask, and, and I know you li- have listened to the show, so you know I ask every guest a certain a certain question that it's one of my favorite to find out what people, because I learned something from every guest. And so, um, and, and the, the question is this, do you, do you ever have a day when it all gets away from you or you get just completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do on a day like that? What do you do to get back on track? Well, first of all, we are only humans, <laughs> so we all have days like that. I, To be honest, I actually had a day like that today <laughs> because my kids, all of my kids have bronchitis, oh. and then my twins are still teething, and they're very, very cranky and moody, and they don't want to eat. Um, and we're tired because we didn't really get a good night's sleep for the last week. Mm. <laughs> so it's easy to be over, to feel overwhelmed and stressed out. So what I do is, first of all, I give myself the permission to have all those feelings, mm. um, but only for a certain period of time. And that varies depending on the situation. Sometimes it is, let's say, let's feel cranky for half an hour or an hour or two or whole evening. It's just whatever time I have available. And then I just take a bath or go for a walk, sometimes take a nap because I found out when 
I don't get a good night's sleep for a few nights in a row. I really, really am depressed mm. <laughs> and I see things in a negative way. So sometimes it's just sleeping even for, even for half an hour or an hour that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and then I just sort of pull myself together. I'm like, okay, Justina, you have all the rights to be stressed out, but that's it. That's enough. You have to put yourself together and try to get things done, get things moving. So I usually sit down and try to come up with a plan on how to fix things um, because I'm a huge, I really like planning and it just gives me a sense of power and control. It helps me, it really helps me regain my strength. Mm. The other and the plan can be simple. When my kids are six for ex- sick, for example, I just the plan can be, okay, I need to sign them up for a doctor appointment. So why don't I call and see what um, time slots are available or just anything that like a little steps that I can take. And it really helps me uh, feel better about myself. And then um, I also tried to think about the elephant and the rider metaphor. I don't know if you ever heard about it. No. Tell me about that. Uh, So the rider sits on top of the elephant and it seems to be, and he seems to be the leader. However, if the elephant gets scared and starts to run, all that the rider can do is try to stay on top and try to calm down the elephant. So the elephant is our emotional, irrational side, Ah. and the rider is our rational side. So whenever I get really stressed out, I always try to think of the running elephant, (laughs) and and that is not able to see where it's going, smashing everything that gets in the way. And I always like, okay, so this is the running elephant time. Try to calm down. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. try to calm down and it just helps me put the rider back in the saddle just knowing that that's what's happening helps me calm down i love that that is such a great metaphor and i just i i know i've had those days when the elephant has just been marauding through my life <laughs> trampling everything in sight so that i i'm going to remember that i love that well so you are Starting as we're recording this, you're getting ready to start back to work full time. And it sounds to me like you've done a lot of things to get ready for that. Are you, are you I mean, if you don't mind my asking, are you looking forward to going back to work? Are you? Um... A lot of people have um, has been asking me that question <laughs> because I've been at home for such a long time. And I have to say I am. I really am looking forward it will be very sad to leave my kids at home and I will go from spending all day, whole day with them to seeing them for an hour or two. Mm. But I really miss being a professional. I really miss uh, the challenges of a professional career. Yeah. Well, so are there ways that people can connect with you online? You mentioned you're on Pinterest. Are you on other social media where folks can find you if they want to disconnect? Yes, I do have a Facebook account. I have a Twitter account. So please find me at at Justina Denham. 
It's just just my first and last name. Okay, I'll put I'll make sure to put links in the show notes. This has really been great. I wonder, do you have uh, before we wrap up any any last words for the listener who might be maybe in a situation like yours, but but in any event, looking for some help in getting things done and and making a life that matters. Any last thoughts for that listener? First of all, I really love the. Uh, in one of your podcasts, you were talking about choosing three words to inspire uh, you for the whole year. And that's what I did. And I think having those words can really uh, help you set the right tone for your year. So being a stay-at-home mom, it's hard. It's very rewarding, but sometimes it's just simply hard and overwhelming. It is easy to forget about yourself, about your needs, about your dreams and goals. But I want our our listeners to remember that it is okay to have your own goals and dreams. It is okay to want to have some time for yourself because we are all humans and we can't only focus on our kids. We need some me time. And even though the time is very limited, it is possible to have projects on your own. And that can be anything from focusing on personal growth or decluttering your house or organizing your personal finance. But it is important to have some goals. And also, you can't have everything at the same time, Mm. but you can have it if you plan if you prioritize, and then if you follow through. What great advice. I, that's, I, I couldn't end it any better than that. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to, uh, to share those thoughts and, and to, to talk with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. I am so thankful to Justina for taking the time to share her thoughts on how she manages her busy life and for her great suggestions and encouraging words for the rest of us. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Justina? Uh, any suggestions that you'd like to make for returning to work after maternity leave? I would love to hear from you, and I know she would as well. Please sh- uh, feel free to ask your questions or share your thoughts. There are a couple of ways, as always, that you can do that. If you want to share those publicly, you can go to the comments section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 78. Or you can post on the Productive Woman's Facebook page, and I'll see those and I'll make sure Justina does as well. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or you can leave a voice message either on the website or on the Facebook page. I would always appreciate your help with letting other people know about The Productive Woman. So be sure to tell your friends if you like the show and think that they might enjoy it as well. And consider leaving a review of The Productive Woman on iTunes or in Stitcher. There are links to both in the show notes, or you can just go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher, and it'll take you right where you need to go. You can also share that link with your friends who might want to subscribe to the show because that link will take you to the place where they can subscribe as well. I really appreciate the feedback. It helps me know how to make the show better and also helps other people find the show as well. 
As a reminder, I'm available to speak at your events. So if you have a woman's group, a business team, a retreat coming up in the 2016 that would enjoy having a conversation about productivity, about making a life that matters, I'd love to be a part of that. So I'm looking at my calendar and my schedule for this coming months, and I'd love to add your event to it. You can send me an email about that at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or you can call me at 972-638-0308, and we can, you know, look into it, see what you think. If you haven't already done so, please consider responding to the listener survey at theproductivewoman.com slash survey. And finally, remember to check out our sponsor and take advantage of Nosby's free 30-day trial offer of the Nosby Pro Edition by going to nosby.com slash woman. And thanks again to Nosby for their support of The Productive Woman. And that is it for this episode. Thank you for spending this time with me and with Justina. I hope you found something in this episode that was helpful to you. I'd love to hear from you and I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.